Hey, what's good, my friend? This is Rich. This episode of the More Than a Pastor show was originally recorded as a video for YouTube. If you'd like to see the video, click the link for the video in the show notes or go to morethanapastor.com slash 26 for episode 26. And now let's get on with the show. Do you get overwhelmed trying to figure out all the things you need to be successful in business? What if you could just boil it down to the top three key things you need to succeed in business? Well, the good news is you can, and we're going to talk about that in this episode of the More Than a Pastor show. Let's get started. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the More Than a Pastor show. I'm your host, Rich Avery. This is the show where we help pastors leverage your ministry know-how into sustainable income outside the church through a business or side hustle that's right for you so you can serve God and provide for your family no matter what. I'm really glad you found the show today. It really means a lot to me that you're here. And whether you're a pastor who's always dreamed of entrepreneurship but you're not sure if God's calling you to be a pastor and an entrepreneur, or you're at the point right now where you've just got to find other ways to create income for your family, or if you want to build long-term financial security, you are in the right place. And I'm so glad that you're here, and I'm looking forward to sharing this time with you today. And again, again, it means a lot to me that you're here. If you're new to the show, you can learn more about me get the show notes for today's episode, and download some free resources and tools to help you launch and grow your own business or side hustle over at my website at morethanapastor.com slash 26 for episode 26. If you're listening or watching this episode during the month of September 2022, you may have heard me uh, you may have heard me share a couple of goals that I have with the More Than a Pastor show for this month, and a couple ways that you can help me to achieve my goals. So I've got two main goals. The Number one is I want to publish a new episode every day, starting on Labor Day, which was September 5th. And there's a couple of reasons why. I want to get in the habit of creating content every day. And I want to double the number of episodes that I have that I have of the More Than a Pastor show, and I want to get to uh, over the hump of 50 episodes. I think that's kind of a cool benchmark when you get to that 50-episode point. And so if I'm successful in creating a new episode every day for the remainder of September, I'll hit that 50th episode at the end of the month on September 30th. I think that would be pretty cool. I look forward to celebrating that milestone with you. And the number two goal is that I want to grow my More Than a Pastor community on Facebook. Right now, I've got around 30 members, and I'd love to see it get up to 100 members and more. I want my More Than a Pastor community on Facebook to be a place for pastors like you and me who are launching and growing our own businesses, where we can support and encourage each other, share ideas, get feedback and more. And there's a couple ways you can help me to achieve these goals. Number one, you can subscribe to the show if you haven't done that already. Number two, you can share the show with someone else who needs to know about it. Maybe there's a pastor who, when you hear this episode, you think, ah, he or she, they need to learn about this, and I need to forward this or send this on to them. And number three, you can join the More Than a Pastor community on Facebook and introduce yourself 
ask a, share a comment or ask a question, and you can join for free. It's at morethanapastor.com slash Facebook. That's where you'll find us. And during this month of September 2022, I've got a special way I want to say thanks. If you are joining the group uh, this month or if you're sharing a comment or asking a question, I want to give away three copies of my friend Vincent Puglisi's book, The Wealth of Connection, and I want want to give three copies out this month to people who have joined the Facebook group and who are interacting, they're sharing, they're introducing themselves or engaging with the content in some way. It's just a small way that I can say thanks, but this Wealth of Connection book has really impacted my life in some unique ways where he talks so much about the power of generosity and how when we give first, and serve first and seek to help others and help them achieve their goals, somehow that comes back to us and God uses those things to help us achieve our goals as well. Maybe not always in the way we expected, but uh, in a in a way that blesses us and maybe even surprises us. So it's uh, a free, you have an opportunity to win a free copy of The Wealth of Connection. And uh, again, you can join the More Than a Pastor Facebook community to be entered to have the chance of winning a copy. Go to morethanapastor.com slash Facebook and join the group and then share some a comment or a question or some feedback about the show. And then uh, you'll be entered, you'll be eligible and entered to win a copy. We'll give away three copies of this book here during this month of September in 2022. I have a question for you today. In college, did you ever have a reading assignment? And instead of reading the entire book, you got the Cliff Notes version or the Spark Notes guide for the book. Now, these guides were great because they give you a complete overview of the book and they help you clearly understand the key concepts in a short amount of time. They were created for the purpose of aiding students in studying the book, and they were not meant to be a replacement for reading the book itself. Um, Yeah, maybe both you and I know that uh, sometimes the only version of the book that we've read were the Cliff Notes or Spark Notes version. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. Maybe that was you also. Maybe you want to let me know, send me some feedback or post it on the Facebook group and let me know if you were in that same boat as well. But uh, also, have you ever heard about or read the Reader's Digest condensed books? You know, over the course of 50 years, the Reader's Digest company published condensed versions of more than a thousand books. These are books that people wanted to read, but they just didn't have the time for. And if you've ever seen or, or I should say, if you've never seen or read a Reader's Digest condensed book, well, just visit your local thrift store. You're bound to find a couple of uh, volumes of those books sitting there on the shelves, ready to be picked up for 25 or 50 cents or maybe a dollar these days with inflation. Well, my grandparents on my dad's side, they were faithful readers of the Reader's Digest and National Geographic and other uh, Life magazine, other sorts of magazines like that, where where you had the opportunity to learn, to read new things and to learn new things. And I remember well that my grandparents would purchase a number of these volumes of the Reader's Digest condensed books, and then they'd regularly pass these on to me to be able to read as well. 
Now, I'm not sure if you're a Gen Xer like me or if you're older, but if so, do you remember the Reader's Digest condensed version of the Bible? Yeah, if you're younger than me, uh, you may have never heard of that before, and you're wondering, what the heck, a condensed version of the Bible? Well, I remember it well because my grandparents uh, bought a copy of that, and this came out in 1982, and it was a condensed version of the revised standard version, and this Reader's Digest condensed version was about 40% smaller than the regular version of the revised standard version, so I guess we could call this the revised, revised standard version of the Bible. But when this condensed Bible came out, a lot of Christians and pastors were outraged. They were saying, how would someone dare to condense the scriptures and abridge the words of God and uh, to think that any, any words or stories or accounts were less important than others? I can get their point, but really the point of the condensed Bible wasn't really to make God's word any less, but to make it more accessible to those who wanted to have a better grasp of the essence of it without needing to read the entire thing. So when we don't have the time or energy to dive into the whole of something, it's helpful to find a condensed version. We can get the essence of the content in a smaller, more potent, and often in more easier to understand form. And that's why condensing or boiling something down is so powerful. So when we think about starting a business as pastors, I think there are a lot of things that we need to do or have before we get started or uh, in order to be successful in launching and growing a business. But what if we boil that down to just like the three key concepts, the three key th most important things we need to launch and grow a successful business. The three things that if you have them and use them correctly will almost guarantee your success. Well, that's exactly what I want to share with you in today's episode. Three key things that pastors need to succeed in business. And these three things did not originate with me. I received them from one of my mentors, Dan Miller author of the book, 48 Days to the Work and Life You Love. You've probably heard me mention Dan several times in other uh, episodes of this show, if you've been a listener for any length of time. I first uh, learned about Dan and discovered him about 20 years ago through the Dave Ramsey radio show. And then um, on the radio show there, uh, Dave Ramsey, he would sometimes have questions not just about money and finance, but about career. And he would always uh, point his listeners to get a copy of Dan Miller's book, 48 Days to the Work You Love. So I got a copy of that myself. But at the time, this book wasn't even a book. It was a workbook in a three-ring binder, and I do have a copy here in my basement. Uh, I should, next time I talk about it, uh, have it here in my hands so I can show it to you. But uh, I've still got that original uh, three-ring binder that I've had for nearly 20 years. And I've had the privilege of meeting Dan and being with him several times over the years um, down at his place, well, when he used to live in Franklin, Tennessee, and then down in Florida, where he's at now. And then my wife and I had a wonderful privilege of being with Dan and his wife, Joanne, and uh, a few other couples 
on a Caribbean cruise, and that was in the spring of 2019, uh, just less than a year before the world shut down and all the cruise lines shut down. We had an awesome time. It was so great to be with Dan and Joanne and these other couples and talk about life and business and work and and for Dan to speak into our lives and and Joanne as well in such a powerful way. So uh, I've been blessed to be a part of... uh, this community with Dan and Joanne for some time. And I'm a member of Dan's private um, Eagles community for uh, over three years now. And I've been blessed by coaching that Dan provides in that community and other leaders in the group provide that as well. And to be connected with hundreds of other entrepreneurs working to create the life and work that they love. By the way, if you want to join me in the Eagles community, This week, during the week of September 5th, Dan uh, and the team are running something called Peak Week. It's like a sneak peek into the 48 Days Eagles community. And when they say peak, it's not like peaking with your eyes, but like peaking on the mountain. The uh, Dan calls this the Eagles community. So eagles can be found uh, soaring the heights and up on the mountaintops. And so this uh, Peak Week is a wonderful opportunity to get a sneak peek into the 48 Days Eagles community and to discover um, some of the free resources, some of the top teaching that's been provided in the last year or two in, in this community. And so they are releasing some content that's that's special for you to access just during this week, during this peak week. And so I'll put the link in the show notes. Just go to morethanapastor.com slash 26 for episode 26, and you'll find the link there for the 48 Days Eagles Community uh Peak Week, and I'd love to uh, have you join and get that free content this week and maybe even join the group. It would be a blessing to uh, connect with you there. Anyway, along uh, at some point, I heard Dan talk about these three keys to success in building and growing your own business. And Dan observed these from decades of coaching other people to greater levels of success in their life and work. And I have found these to be true in my life as well. Dan says that anyone, pastors included, can build and grow a successful business if you have these three key things, the right mindset, the right idea, and the right network. And we're going to break these things down really quickly here in just the next couple of minutes. So number one, the right mindset. Well, what is mindset? Our mindset is a set of attitudes or beliefs that shape how we make sense of the world and ourselves and how we interpret and respond to situations. You might think of mindset as worldview. Maybe you've heard uh, that phrase as well. And in general, there are two basic kinds of mindsets. There's a fixed or scarcity mindset, and there's a growth or abundance mindset. And a fixed mindset is essentially, uh, a fixed mindset essentially believes that what we've got is basically what we're going to get. The way things are is the way things are going to be. Life happens to us, and there's little we can do to change that. A fixed or a scarce mindset holds us back and keeps us from taking risks and and from taking steps to change our situation. It tells us, I told you so, when we try to take a risk and we fail. It fosters fear, doubt, and delay in our lives and keeps us feeling stuck 
frustrated, and unfulfilled. But a growth mindset creates a compelling vision for a preferred future, and it believes that it's possible for us to attain that future. It helps us move past the fear, doubts, and self-limiting beliefs that hold us back, and it gives us confidence that we need in order to create the life, impact, and income that we believe we were made for. It sees momentary failure as just a stepping stone on the journey to success. And I believe most people, by nature, default to a fixed or scarcity mindset, and that God invites us to cultivate a growth mindset. So what does this mean for those of us who are starting our own businesses? Well, first of all, I think we've got to believe it's possible that we have something of value that we can share with others. Maybe it's a message that God's given us or a product or service that that um, he has shown us or or something that we can use to serve others and we can also create a profit from as well. And that uh, we have what it takes to truly succeed. A fixed or a scarcity mindset doesn't think it's possible for us to succeed or that we have anything of value that others would need or would actually be willing to pay us for. It believes that pastors should be content to struggle, to get by on the income that the church provides, and to wait for others to give us permission before we dare to take a step to move forward and improve our lives. And since you're listening to or watching this episode, I believe you want to cultivate a growth mindset. And I believe that that'll be so important to help you move forward in launching and growing a profitable business. Okay, number two is the right idea. To get started in business, you really just need one great idea for a product to sell or a service that you can provide. But the problem is that many of us, myself included, often have dozens of ideas. And it's sometimes hard for us to decide which one to pursue. And so we stay stuck and unable to move forward because we don't know which one is the right one or the best one. I've been there and I definitely know what that is like. So the trick is to identify the best idea that aligns with your goals and dreams, your passions, your skills, your strengths, and your experiences. Oh, and also one that has the potential of making money. If you pursue an idea that is a passion, but you can't make money from it, you've really just got yourself a hobby. And I believe that everyone has an idea that they can pursue that would be that they could be successful in, that they can generate great income in. Uh, I've heard some people say every person has a million dollar idea, but most of us aren't willing to pursue it and do what it takes to fully see it lived out and to fully create that amount of income. But I want to ask you: Have you found your idea yet? Do you know what you would do? to launch and grow your own business. Thomas Edison said, ideas are just waiting to be discovered. If you're not sure what idea you should pursue, here's a couple of tips I have to help you to um, to kind of get unstuck and moving forward with, with some ideas that could be right for you. Just uh, get some a piece of paper in a, in a pen or pencil or get your computer or phone and make a list of 20 to 30 things that you're good at, that you love to do, 
that you can talk about for hours and that you could teach others how to do. Just take some time and just freeform, just write those things out as they come to your mind. What are you good at? What do you love to do? What can you talk about for hours and what can you teach to others? And then review that list and now circle the ones that you're really passionate about. So it's not just ones that you're good at, but ones that you're passionate about, that you're interested in, that you can see yourself doing long term. And now look at all the ones you've circled and now draw a box around the ones that you think could be profitable, that you could generate income on. And you might even take some time to to write out with each one, here's four or five ways I could make money uh, doing this, this thing. So that's just an easy way to get started and to help identify some ideas that could be the right ideas for us to pursue. If you're still not sure, consider these words from Nobel Prize winning scientist Albert St. Georgie, who incidentally discovered vitamin C. He said, discovery lies in seeing what everyone sees, but thinking what no one else has thought. Let me repeat that again. Discovery lies in seeing what everyone sees, but thinking what no one has thought. So with that, don't think that you have to have an original idea or that you can't do something because someone else has already thought of it or is doing it. Think of ways you can do it differently. No one else has your thoughts about the subject or your unique experiences that can be brought to bear. And chances are good that no one's taking action on that idea anyway, or at least in the way that you would do it yourself. You know, that's often the case. Few people take real and sustained action on their ideas to see them through from start to profit, causing one observer to say, the capacity to do something with an idea is what distinguishes a leader from others. Everyone's got an idea. Few make it personal. Fewer make it happen. So what will you do with your idea? What's one step you can take this week to help make it a reality. Okay, number three is the right network. Entrepreneurship, like ministry, can be a lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be that way for you. Many business owners fail when they feel like no one understands the unique struggles or challenges that they have, or that they don't have anyone who they can trust who will guide them through the next best, the next best steps that they can take. Having the right mentor, surrounding yourself with the right community can make all the difference. It's been said that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So surround yourself with people you can count on to support you and cheer you on, people who understand you and are maybe just a few steps ahead of you and are willing to help you succeed. Don't let anyone steal your dream and don't try to go it alone. So consider forming a team, start a mastermind, join a community, find a guide, create or find a pathway forward. I'm a member of several communities. I've already mentioned the 48 Days Eagles community. I'm a member of some other um, communities as well, the Platform Launchers community, the Market Your Message community, Entree Pastors. These and other groups I'm a part of offer encouragement, support, and accountability, and even some step-by-step -step guidance along the way as well. There's power 
There's power in community, in building something together, in supporting and encouraging each other, and in having someone else that we can talk to, someone who can tell us we're not crazy for wanting to create more for our family. So I'm forming a More Than a Pastor community on Facebook. It's a place where pastors can get support and encouragement, get tips, share ideas, get feedback, and to help move, begin to move forward more, um, support and encourage each other on this journey to creating sustainable income outside the church. I'd love for you to be a part of this community. It's absolutely free. If you haven't joined yet, why don't you go to morethanapastor.com slash Facebook and join today. Well, I hope these tips serve you well as you begin to launch your own new business and create more income for your family. I truly believe it's possible that every pastor can can leverage our ministry skills into extra income so we can serve God and provide for our families no matter what. We just need the right mindset, uh, the right idea, and the right network or community to support us along the way. So before we wrap up, let me ask you, do you have a big dream or goal for your life, some a business idea that you're working toward, but maybe you just feel stuck or unsure what your next steps might be? Or do you need help in clarifying your business idea and developing your platform or marketing yourself? Or do you wish you had someone you could talk to who is in your corner, someone who's been there, who will listen and understand and believe in you? If you've answered yes to any of these questions, then we should talk because I've made it my mission to help other pastors and leaders just like you to clarify your dreams, identify and overcome self-limiting beliefs that are holding you back, and to create the best pathway toward the life, impact, and income that you were made for. Here's what some people have said when they have worked with me in the past. Rich, you're such a great listener. I feel like I was heard and understood. Rich helped me see opportunities that I never thought of before. And for the first time, I have the clarity about what I really want and how to get there. I'd love to be able to help you too. So why don't we just set up a 30-minute phone conversation? You can book your call today at morethanapastor.com slash talk to rich. It's all one word, morethanapastor.com slash talk to rich. And if you can't Enter that uh, in your computer. Just go to morethanapastor.com slash 26 for episode 26, and you'll find the link for it there. And this uh, call is absolutely free. There's no sales pitch. It's just my gift to help you find clarity and to map out the best path for you at this time. I look forward to getting to know you and working with you. But before we go, if you've listened to the show for a while, You know, I'm always sharing reasons why I think pastors need to start to launch and grow your own business or side hustle. But are there some reasons why a pastor should not start a business? What if you're doing it for the wrong reasons? Well, we're going to talk about that in the next episode. I hope you will join me. Until then, remember that you are more than a pastor. Saying yes to God's call doesn't mean you have to say yes to feeling stuck, broke, or unfulfilled in your life and ministry. Let's work together and help you create the life, impact, and income that you were made for.